0: You're listening to The Better Man Podcast, becoming life-giving men together. Hey there, everybody. Welcome to The Better Man Podcast. Adam Charno here in studio with Chris Harper. Chris, I want you to go back to childhood. One of my worst nights ever when I was a kid. You know where I'm going. The State of the Union. Come on. Because it was on all the channels. This is back before I had a remote control. It shut down. Everything And you was would just down. walk up there and be like, all right, I'm not watching the president right now. And then I turn the channel... And he was there on that one, and then he was there on that one, and he was there on that one. So um, when you said you wanted to do State of Better Man, I I just want to let you know, all confession, I had a flashback to that living room (laughs) as nine-year-old Adam with the uh, State of the Union. So uh, we can promise this is going to be way better than that. Way better. Way better than that. But
1: if you do switch to a different podcast right now, it's going to be this. Just, you're right. just going to hear it.
0: You're just going to do state it. state
1: of Better Man is on podcast It's on every podcast. Right? We've
0: bought every podcast in the world right now. So no matter where you go. So don't stop listening. You're going to find that. That's good. Okay. Well, no, this is important because it's always weird to talk about ministry stuff. We're not talking about this from like a bragging perspective, but obviously a celebrating. Uh, Better Man's grown a lot. Uh, in the yeah. last six, eight, nine months, you know, we're recording this in the summer of twenty three right now. Um, it's been very exciting. You know, a lot of growth, which just yeah. means we've got some new listeners. We've got some people that are maybe just getting to know us as a ministry, and so sure. it would be good just to let them know some things that are going on. What's our heartbeat? What are we trying to do? And then those that have been around for a while, um, I think it'd be good to hear some definition or clarity, probably a better word to use, that you yeah. and the others have around Better Man's place in this world right now and how that's going to impact the ministry and what people see.
1: Yeah, that's so good. Better Man's place and, and really Better Man's future. You know, as you said, Adam, the Lord has has just really blessed it. Yeah. You know, I think um, there's been a lot of hard work, right? Um, I always remind our, our team that the Lord feeds the birds of the air, but he doesn't throw the worms in the nest. That's right. Like we have to go. Uh, but at the same time, the Lord's hand is on it, and timing obviously is everything too. Yeah, uh, there's a receptivity today mm. uh, to reaching men. Churches are waking up to the fact that the men have long gone. They've won the women. How do we win the men? And we say around the office all the time, we're not we're not calling men back to the church. Better man is calling the church back to men. Mm. You know, that's what we're doing. So. Over the last few months, we've we've had a lot of people reach out. They've asked a lot of questions about exactly, you know, what is it that Better Man is doing and where is it that Better Man's going? Yeah, yeah. So excited to share about that today. Yeah, and you've um, got
0: three, I, I like this, like three buckets. And I think this describing these three mm-hmm. will help us better see where we see Better Man fitting in.
1: Yeah, historically, when you think about reaching men, there there are really three categories, right? The first category are those entities that have a megaphone. Mm-hmm right um, they help men discover their calling and purpose they they awaken men to the fact that god has uniquely designed them and created them so think things like promise keepers yeah you know what the family research council does there's a group today iron sharpens iron these are these are organizations that are reaching large crowds of men better man 365 down yeah. in orlando they're yeah. they're reaching large crowds of men and they're typically doing it in one shot like mm-hmm. it's very event driven Okay. The next category after that are organizations that after a man has kind of discovered that he has a purpose, right, he's been created uniquely, man, what's the definition behind Mm -hmm. that? Yeah. Like, like who's offering a definition of what it means to be God's man? Okay, I know I'm a man, I know I've been created with a unique purpose. What does that mean? Yeah. Right? Right. And then lastly, there's those organizations that after a man has discovered he has a call, he's defined it, he's, he's deepened into his manhood yeah. masculinity. He goes deeper, right? Yeah. These are typically niche organizations, affinity-based organizations that, that focus in on a specific area of a man's life, um, fighting pornography, right? Mm. Think of Covenant Eyes. Yeah. Discipleship and mentorship, groups like Radical Mentoring fatherhood, right? What John Tyson's doing with Primal Path and Ken Evans with the manhood journey. They're very specific kind of affinity groups. And and where Better Man has has really settled over the last year and a half, we've become super comfortable with the fact that that we're that middle bucket, we're that middle arrow. We are becoming the definitive voice in in what it means to be God's man. We we believe we offer not just the best definition, but the definition of what it means to be God's man. So, so as a man discovers, man, I have a calling and a purpose, what does that mean? They can look to better man to get a simple concise, biblical definition of what it means to be God's man.
0: Yeah, and just go over that real quick, again, for those that are maybe stumbling across Better Man for the first time.
1: Absolutely. It's, it's the four W's of, yeah. of manhood, what we call the four W's of manhood. A real man courageously follows God's word. A real man loves, protects, serves God's woman. A real man excels at the work God has given him. And then a real man betters God's world, largely Mm. through his children and his church and and his community. So word, woman, work, and world. And what we've discovered is that men, if men don't know how to win, they don't play, Mm. right? It's not even a come and see or, or, or learn as you go. If men don't have a path, if they don't have a scorecard, if they can't keep score, they're just not playing. Hmm. So where Better Man is really taking ground is is we offer this simple scorecard. Delario Bolton, uh, who works at the office, calls it a cheat code hmm. for all you gamers out there. That's this right. Is, this is the yeah. cheat code, right? It's a, it, it, it's a simple way to keep score so that you know you're winning at the game. I love it. And offering that that scorecard to men Bro, like we're literally seeing them by the tens of thousands get off the bench, get into the game and and win. And it's been so encouraging.
0: Yeah. So a lot of us that uh, were turned on to Better Man, we came uh, because of our history with men's fraternity, maybe some through promise keepers, a lot of us through raising a modern day knight. And a lot of Robert Lewis's work where he, oh, yeah. he talked about those. And before we hit record, you were just talking about some of the movements we're seeing in men's ministry over the last 20 or 30 years were back when Raising a Modern Day night or Men's Fraternity came out in the 80s and 90s that we were really trying to tackle one specific issue, and then that issue has changed. Will you
1: talk about those? Like, what did it used to be, and what are you seeing now? Yeah, when you look at reaching men in the 80s, the 90s, the early 2000s, so you think Robert Lewis, How to Raise a Modern Day Knight, you think Pat Morley, Man in the Mirror, you think Steve Farrar, you think Promise Keepers. Yep. Their mission, and if those four people were in the room right now, they would tell you, we need to beat back passivity. That's right. We need to fight passivity. Um, Men have been called to this certain thing, and then they need to get up and they need to do it, right? Today, we've kind of gone beyond passivity, so it's no longer fighting passivity. Men today don't even know what it means to be a man. Mm. They didn't have a spiritual father. They didn't have a role model. They've never seen it lived out. So we've gone from... I know what to do, and I'm not doing it, to I absolutely don't know what to do. Yeah, Like, I think there's this willingness to be God's man. They just don't know. They literally are living in ignorance, and the only cure for ignorance is knowledge, is is truth. Again, we say around the office, in the 1970s, it was, I don't want a man. In the 1990s, it was, I don't need a man. And then in 2023, it's, what is a man? Yeah. That's how far we've come. That's it. So we're really, when you think about Better Man, if you were to ask me, man, what's Better Man doing today? Well, we're, we're curing the lack of knowledge. You know, That's we're right. curing ignorance. We're, we're bringing truth. We're bringing knowledge. We're bringing light um, so that men have a clear path and they can see the way.
0: That's right. So it's not just so much passivity anymore, although that will be part of the impact of this definition of manhood, but really trying to attack that ignorance. And I love what you said. I think you said it better. Like, if we don't know how to win, then we're not going to play. That's right. Another way to, to say that is uh, clarity inspires. On. And so when men have a clear definition, that's very inspiring because now we know how to win. We, we know how to measure that progress. So those are really two sides of the same coin there with that. So, okay, so we're not a megaphone ministry. We're not the, uh, the deepening ministry. Great relationships on both sides there. We're really comfortable being right there in the middle as that defining ministry. And so... Based on that, are really defining what manhood is. It, based on that, then, like, let's just run through a keep, stop, start. What what can somebody expect us to keep doing? What can they expect us maybe to start doing? And then, is there anything that up to this point in Better Man's history they can maybe uh, expect us to stop doing?
1: Yeah, you know, we're going to keep doing what we're doing in that putting the definition out and in front of people. That's right. Out in front of pastors we're still battling this, you know, 80% of churches have a functioning women's ministry, less than 7% have a functioning men's ministry. Mm -hmm. And, and though I appreciate the quarterly breakfast with a Navy SEAL telling me how to live out (laughs) faith and freedom. (laughs) No (laughs) offense to all the Navy SEAL listeners out there,
0: but you scare us. Uh,
1: (laughs) But, but like there has to be something more than that. Yeah. You know, so we're still battling that. We're, we're still going to churches and going to conferences and going to men's leaders and saying hey listen there there's more to being a man. Mm. As a matter of fact, there's these four things, there's this definition that we promise you if you give them to a man, you're going to see results far beyond your your quarterly breakfast. That's right. That's right. Right? So so we're definitely going to keep doing that and you're probably going to see us do it even even louder mm. Adam. Like like we're going to get loud as we get more confident as we grow in prominence, it's crazy the people, the organizations that are reaching out to Better Man right now and and looking for the definition, looking wow. for clarity yeah. that you mentioned, right? And we're super excited to see what the Lord's going to do with that.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And so anything that you said we're going to stop doing
1: maybe? Yeah, we're probably, um, I don't want this to sound arrogant, we're, we're probably going to stop being maybe as pragmatic as we've been in the past, yeah. right? there's just a level of confidence that's growing the the more confident we become the more confident our followers become yeah. we we really believe we are the definition yep uh, we're the best definition yep uh, when you think about what it means to be a man um, it can be expressed in different ways right the rock and kevin hart mhm They both starred in the same movie, Mm. but they are two different expressions of what a man is. That's right. (laughs) But they were both stars. Yeah. Right. They were both stars. So manhood can be expressed in different ways, but on principle, man, we think our four principles are it. That's it. Word, woman, work, world. That's right. Yeah. And you
0: saw that, I mean, just as early as this morning, you know, you were called on to a radio show and just we're just starting to talk about this with confidence. And it was met with a lot of curiosity and intrigue of people of clamoring to that message right
1: oh it was, it was crazy so i was on uh, moody radio in chicago live yeah. you know 6 a.m this morning and spoke boldly mm. spoke confidently and said hey we we have the answer and i mean that's a bold statement to say in today's world I, sure. I, I know what a man is that's right i know what a man should be doing like i know how a man should be acting that's a bold statement it is so when you say that you're going to garner attention um, so much so that after I finished the six o'clock hour, um, I was making a smoothie and the producer called and said, "Hey, you know our phones are ringing off the hook like, will you come back for the seven o'clock hour <laughs> like like people are asking more questions. yeah, but that's what happens when you start making definitive statements and yeah. and here's the deal these these are not our opinions. Mm-hmm. these are not our um, just random thoughts like these are sh- this is straight from God's word, that's right, which is definitive on what it means to be his man. yeah.
0: Yeah. And it's so funny because there's two areas where I see this, so like how many men out there maybe would even feel a slight bit of insecurity to look somebody else in the eyes and say, I'm a man. Right. Yeah. And, and not even really from like the gender, like this is what I was biologically born as a male, but to say this other thing, like I'm a man yeah. there, there can be so many that would maybe feel a little insecurity like that. Like, Oh, what is that communicating? Right. Because that brand name man has been, as you've said, there's a lot of ignorance. There's a lot of people that have been trying to speak to that. And it's been picked on a little bit of toxic as well, right? That this is uh, maybe some of what's wrong with the world. That's right. And so that's why I love this mission of, of really trying to be that definition, because as we said, if we know how we're going to win, then we're going to play. Mm-hmm. If we have that clarity, it's going to inspire us towards action, because that's what the world needs right now It's more men that are rooted in this definition, obviously rooted in God's word.
1: Oh, man, Adam, that, that is so good. You know, it's interesting you say that every, every conference I've spoken at in the last year I always open the conference with having the men in the room look at each other and say I love being a man yeah and it's amazing I have them say it twice because the first time it's it's amazing how uncomfortable they're really is. saying that yeah right and and I'll ask man when is the last time you thanked God for making you a man Mm-hmm bro i'm 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 thankful I'm a man. Yeah. like I'm so happy he made me like this. and I love being a man. like I'm not afraid to say that. that's right. And there's nothing wrong with saying that. that's right and and if we just begin to get men to wake up to that, yes, that you can be thankful and grateful that God has made you a man. We're going to do something.
0: Yeah. And then if somebody were to come up and go, well, what do you mean when you say man? There you go. Then you can point at this definition it, and go, man. this I, is not, I'm not telling you that I'm better than you that's right. or that I believe I can lord things over you. Or I've got a black belt in jujitsu. That's like, right. Like that doesn't, like that's doesn't matter. That's not definition <laughs> either. <laughs> really? right? That's what I love, you know? And so there's a, you and I were talking about, there's a definition of leadership that I uh, use that I got from our buddy, Duke Rivard, and that a leader is somebody who takes initiative for the benefit of others. And my favorite thing about that definition is what mm. it doesn't say. Mm right? That it doesn't say a leader is somebody who's better, a leader is somebody who's more educated, a leader is somebody who's taller. That's what I love about this definition of manhood. It doesn't say that a man is somebody who is married. Doesn't right. say that a man is somebody who has kids. Doesn't say his man is somebody who goes to the gym every day. That's right? Right. There's a lot of things that it doesn't say. That's so good. Adam. Which which gives us freedom in that and I think can give us a lot of security as come well on. to go, no, you are a man. Praise God for that. Yeah. Now go be God's man that's in it. the midst of all of that. So yeah. that's good. Anything else? Any other exciting things? State of the ministry? This was way better than the president's. So
1: come uh, on, I love you it. You know what I'm saying? I do. It's so good. Yeah, yeah just... um. Be praying for us. You know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know when the last time I've asked our listeners to pray for better, man. Uh, we've got a lot of opportunities, a lot of things on the horizon. You know, everything from bringing the right people on the team to making sure we have the finances to continue on with the mission. Uh, we're 100% dependent upon the Lord in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. We'll work hard. We'll go hunting from the, you know, he doesn't throw the worms in the nest, but, that's right. but he does promise to take care of us, but he wants to hear from us. So, so definitely be praying for us and, and, uh, be ambassadors. Yeah. Like we exist because, because the listeners, uh, men, men that are listening right now are taking this tool, you know, onto college campuses, um, into prisons, into their churches, um, into the marketplace. Now, that's why we exist. We don't yeah. have an army of paid staff out there you know, manipulating this thing or marketing this thing, or right. just just trying to shove it down people's throats. No, this is, this is 100%. You're passionate about this and you're going to take it to the people you want to reach. And my encouragement is keep doing that.
0: That's right. Yeah. Word of mouth. I mean, if you read any marketing book, it'll tell you word of mouth is the That's best. It. That is the best. So yeah. little things, even just like the podcast, uh, or if you read something on the blog or something, just share it, just That's say, it. Hey, I found this helpful and just Come share on. it with somebody that, all of that uh, is incredibly helpful for us. So, uh, Chris, that's awesome. Thanks for the state of Betterman update and uh, look forward to our next conversation. Come on, have a great day, bro. Hey,
1: Betterman fam, it is Chris Harper, Chief Storyteller and CEO at Betterman. Man, I hope you're loving this podcast as much as we love producing it and sharing on it and getting the word out about Betterman. Did you know that Betterman is largely donor? funded we exist because of the generosity of people like you so what I'm asking today is that you would go to betterman.com backslash donate the link is going to be below and consider making a one-time gift to Betterman to help support our ministry more than that I would love for you to consider becoming a monthly partner to ensure that we can keep Betterman free and reaching men across the globe check it out today